0: welcome to rose radio i'm your host marley harris and i'm here to talk to you about all things entrepreneurial personal growth and self-development with a side of spiritual woo-woo i successfully turned my side hustle into a full-time career while traveling the world and living a life i've only dreamed of i hope by listening to this show i inspire all you little rosebuds to do the same thanks for listening now enjoy the show Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Rose Radio. We have Jazz here from Nourish with Jazz and Leaves and all the things. So I'm so excited to have Jazz on this podcast today. I'm just gonna give a little intro of how we met, and I was just saying earlier, Jazz might not remember this, but I do. Um, so back in the day, literally like 2000 and I think since 2017 is when I started my first um, vegan food blog, and I was looking at girls on Instagram, and Jazz, I remember you had 3,000 followers, and I'm like, who is this bitch, like, she's killing the game, like, all of her posts were so amazing, and I, like, reached out to her, and I was like, hey, just, like, wondering if you had any advice I'm like, an aspiring, aspiring, like, food blogger, I love all your posts, you have such an engaged community, like, if you know Jazz, you know she is, like, the best community, and this is not, like, a new thing. Like, this is from the very beginning. She's had this. And I reached out. And then – and you were so nice. You were, like, gave me so much advice. It was so, so helpful. And whereas, like, a lot of other people were, like, oh, hey, like, just like other people's photos. You'll be fine. <laughs> whereas you were, like, do this, do this, do this. Like, and and then we just kind of kept up talking. And then when I started Rose Designs, um, we started working together. I made your logo. And then working with you with leaves and yeah you've just been such an amazing um partner to work with and like collaborate with and like bring all your design dreams to life and I always love working with you whenever you're like Marley I have another idea I'm like yes let's do this thing (laughs) so thank you so much for being on the podcast today so I'd love to just introduce yourself and I would love to know again, a fully loaded question as always, but how did you get into holistic nutrition? Like, how did you know this was your path? Was there something happened before? Or did you always know, like, this is what I want to do?
1: Yeah, so, okay, first off, thank you so much. You're so sweet, and I love <laughs> your story, honestly. I always talk about you, too, and I'm just, like, you and I were, like, OG friends, like, from yes, the beginning, like, just <laughs> always, like, boosting each other and just, like... <laughs> I swear I was like one of your first clients with logo like for logos and I was obsessed like just (laughs) you literally have not changed my logo for like since like what it was like almost three years ago it's still the exact same and I'm still so obsessed with it (laughs) I love love that yes it's like everything you do honestly I'm always like, I don't really know what I want my logo to look like. And you're just so perfect at it. So um, I hope you know how perfect and like incredible you are at what you do. Um, But yeah, so I what was the question to talk about? (laughs) First of
0: all, I'm crying. Thank you so much. (laughs) And um, so how did you get into holistic nutrition? Did you always know it was your pathway? Because you've been in it for a long time.
1: Yeah, so um, I got into nutrition, Um, like, I want to say, like, I started to get really into this about four years ago. But my past was, I basically grew up with the worst headaches all the time, I used to think like, something was wrong with me. And I would always be at the doctors trying to figure out what was going on with my headaches and migraines, always getting tested, doctors would just put me on antidepressants and anti anxiety medication. Yeah. And like my doctor literally said to me, um, he was like, um, like not to, I don't want it to come off as like bad to the medical field. But I was like, I couldn't believe my doctor was just like, well, do you take Tylenol every day when you have a headache? And I said no. And he's like, okay, so you should probably start doing that as preventative. And even I knew then I was like, that's not okay, that's not normal. Um, so I started doing more and more testing and it really freaked me out. Like I was at the point where I was like actually so scared. Um, and like my migraines just get got worse and worse, and I think especially because of the stress. So then I just randomly started to look into natural remedies, um, started to kind of change my diet. And I realized there were so many things I was doing that were just causing my migraines. So after changing my diet and adding a few things in, I realized how easy, like how simple we could really make lifestyle change. Like how simple we could actually be living instead of like using Band-Aids all the time. So um, yeah, that's when I went to IHN. And I was working at a health store. I loved it, and I learned so. so I actually didn't love the health store, but I loved how much information <laughs> I learned from there. Um, loved IHN, and then I feel like you probably remember this, um, but it was like when I was just finishing school, I was starting to get really bad skin issues and like digestive issues coming out of like literally nowhere. Um, and that's kind of I feel like what has really brought me to what I'm doing today, and what has really helped me understand what like holistic nutrition means to me and so that was like a huge journey that I've been on and to be honest I'm still trying to heal um but that's kind of when I started doing like parasite and candida cleansing which you know I'm like always doing (laughs) um but yeah that's kind of like my story and I think that was like really my calling to be like yeah you're like you know how to handle migraines and headaches but there's so much more out there
0: Got it. Wow, what an amazing story. So were you doing anything before IHN? Like, did you go to another university or schooling? And like, you thought you had a different path, but now you're on this path?
1: Yeah, so I was actually at Brock University in St. Catharines for linguistics. Um, And to be honest, I literally just partied my way through university. Like, I did not take it seriously. Like, OSAP went straight to like, clothes and it so like, Embarrassing to admit, but that's reality um and so yeah I was in school for linguistics and that was like halfway through when I was finishing third year that's when I was super into nutrition and like I could not even focus in school because I was just like so drawn to nutrition and that's kind of when I realized like that there is something else for me especially because like in linguistics I was really not interested in it I just knew that it was like a safe career path to go and I was gonna like live comfortably and you know like do something that was more than just like the nine to five um but yeah that's I I thought that was my path and now I'm like I would never ever change what I do now for anything
0: oh my god I can literally not imagine you doing anything but this I know I'm so happy you found your way into this because you help so many people. And I think it's so interesting because I found a lot of holistic nutritionists, they had a pathway, but then something happened to their health or um, they have like some sort of ailment or something and they heal it through nutrition. And then they're like, holy shit, why does no one else know this? Mm -hmm. And then that's how they get on the pathway to nutrition. Like, because we just work with so many holistic nutritionists, so I always ask about their story, and that happens mm-hmm. to be the story every time, so I just love that because I think you're really doing something that you're so passionate about and feel so driven and moved by, so I just love that for you because now when you're working with people, you have empathy and like, like sympathy for how they feel. It's not like, oh, you have that, cool, but you're like, no, I know what that feels like.
1: Yeah, I so agree with you. I think that's like the most important part is just being able to like put yourself in your client's shoes and even say to them like, hey, I like totally get where you're at. And I was there. And it's it's so hard to like, even when I was going through like the worst of my health, I was just like how the heck am I a nutrition? Like, how am I about to finish school and be a certified nutritionist and have all these issues? And I thought that was going to deter so many people from working with me. And in reality, that's like exactly why clients are so drawn to you. It's because of your past and it's because of like the hurdles you've had to go through. Exactly.
0: It makes you a lot like a viable coach because you can coach them through what you've experienced. Exactly. Yeah, I so agree. Okay, that is amazing. Okay, so I really want to know, like, because you've been so successful, so I really want to know, like, and I don't know if you have an answer to this, I hope you do, (laughs) but what (laughs) really set you apart, like, from, like, everyone else and, like, put you on this journey of being, like, so successful and had such an amazing community, like, was there anything you did in the beginning that you think really, like, catapulted you? Um, Did you look up to someone was like, oh my god, I really want to be, like, where they're at? Like, any, like... Just anyone you looked up to as like a leader or a thought leader in the field?
1: Uh, yeah, I um, I definitely looked up to Joyous Health. <laughs> Wait, oh, I
0: knew you were gonna say that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, Joyous Health. Boy, yeah. um, not Joyous Health. Um, I love her, and I like really, really aspire to do what she's doing. And um, just like a lot of nutritionists who graduated before me, I. I don't know I just I think like I think what really oh also Sarah's day she is like so oh. my holistic, like obsession I'm obsessed, obsessed with her with her her. yeah so obsessed. it's like
0: the cutest oh. baby I've ever seen it's not to like compare other babies but there's a lot of other cute babies but like
1: she know. is unbelievably cute it's out of this world Yeah, so I was it's so funny. Yesterday I was literally going through her page showing my boyfriend photos of like a fox and I was like, tell me how cute he is. Like he's just the cutest. Like (laughs) her family is just so perfect. But um yeah, so I I definitely would say I have a lot of people I look up to and I don't know, I think like a big thing um that I would say is set me apart. I just feel like I am super driven and I feel like I do look at the long-term more than the short-term um, and just like not being afraid to make mistakes, um, just like going for it. Like, I don't know if you remember this. We were, we were like good, like we were good friends when I was doing my, my first uh, ebook and it was straight up like a word doc <laughs> and I just went with it and it was like holistic nutrition one one and it was like legitimately a word doc and um I just like went with it I created it people were interested in it um I got used to like payment like how to do payments um how to work with like clients all of that stuff I just just kind of went with it and I didn't really wait until I was ready I kind of just kept going okay let's talk
0: about this because I'm such a fan of launch and adjust oh because right because so many people are like marley how are you doing all this it's like i don't wait for perfection and yeah. i feel like you just said that like that's what so many people get hung up on because they're like i'm putting this out in the world i need it to be perfect um i need to imagine every mistake that's gonna happen before it happens so i can avoid every mistake it's like no 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 yeah. you have to make those mistakes in order to learn to to propel yourself forward. Because I think you can agree, you'll never predict what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like things come out of the woodwork and you're like, okay, I never expected that, but let's just work through that. And that's, that's business. Like you're never going to be perfect through business. It's like a whole other entity outside of yourself. So you saying like, you just go for it. You launch and adjust. I think that's incredible. And I definitely think 100% you're so driven but I do think that's really what sets anyone apart as an entrepreneur.
1: Yeah. I
0: look at people that really just go for it and they're the ones doing it because the difference between someone doing it and not doing it is they're just doing it. Yeah. So I love, like, I love that your first ebook was a word doc. Like, that is so <laughs> OG. That is so what cute. Is like, so And you've got to start somewhere. It's not like your first product is going to be perfect. Like, I would rather have it out there making money learning from it you can get feedback and then improve it like it's whatever you know you just got to get it out there
1: yeah and I I don't know I think too like if you are constantly fixated on the fact that like everything has to be perfect before you launch a you're never going to do it but b you're putting it out into the universe that you're terrified of what's to come like if you feel like you have to make everything perfect before you launch I just feel like you're putting so much more stress and anxiety on yourself that you're just like okay no no this isn't perfect I also need to work on this
0: okay yep that's amazing (laughs) thank you for adding that that's (laughs) so true and I know you're really active on Instagram you've always been really active on Instagram do you think a lot of your success has come from Instagram
1: yeah I would say like for sure um I would say most of my clients are actually coming from Instagram. And I will say a lot of my clients are not people who just started following me. They're actually people who have been following me for a while and watching my journey and watching me grow and see the information that I've been sharing. And something that I would say I think that has really helped me um, with success is not looking at Instagram or my business as a way to necessarily make money right away. It was to nurture relationships and potential clients. And then like those signups and um, onboardings will come, but like you really, really need to focus on creating a community and creating Uh, Like nurturing your people before you expect them to sign up. Like there is nothing worse than someone messaging you and being like, "Hey, I noticed that." Like, um, you know, like just like DMing someone and asking them right away to sign up with you. It's like they don't know anything about you, and so I think it's important to just like really be like super active on social media as and obviously as authentic as you can, and just being able to share as much free information as possible because I don't really think there's a place where you can I don't think you can ever give too much free information um, and I think that too like as a nutritionist there are so many different ways for us to like generate revenue if that's what you're looking at it's not just working with clients one on one one on-one there's so many different ways that people are gonna connect with you and um, I just think like community is everything
0: yeah. 100 percent so what do you do to really build that community do you have any tips for like aspiring nutritionists or some or people that just want to focus on building their community because you do such a good job with that Uh
1: oh, thank you I would say um like being as consistent as possible it's honestly like the most common thing you hear and the most like annoying thing to hear because it, <laughs> it's hard it's like it's hard to be consistent, but you kind of have to treat it as if it's like a part-time or full-time job. I literally treated Instagram as a part-time job when I was working full-time and in school part-time because I knew that like the long-term of what I wanted was going to really pay off. And so I would say being as consistent as possible, um, reaching out, like messaging everyone back through DMs, um, like you really want to have real relationships. And again, it just like It it comes like full circle like I just think like my community means honestly everything to me I feel like I know everyone in my community and I can really I know everything about them like if I had to I just yeah community I'm like getting lost but community Mm is so, so important um like just being consistent and really like I know that people say there's two different ways of either creating content that you want to share or creating content that people want to see from you. Um, And I've always hear like conflicting information. I personally think that you have to create for your audience because yeah, if you're creating for yourself, that's great and that's gonna resonate with some people. But at the end of the day, if you are a nutritionist and you are looking to like work with clients um, as well as create that community, you you have to do your part and and get them in, like bring them into your community. Like they're just going to leave if you're constantly talking about stuff that isn't for them, which is totally fine. Um, But I think you have to really serve your community first.
0: Okay, that's amazing advice. And I definitely agree with like creating content for your audience. I see so many people out there like, creating content with no value and again i think when you're creating content value-driven content and for your community that's when your numbers grow and that's when your connections grow your engagement grows so that's really good advice for that mm-hmm. um something i actually do want to touch on is just the businessy side of business you know mm-hmm. like I think when it comes to being an entrepreneur, a lot of people are like, oh my God, it's so cool. You get to work for yourself. You have your own hours. Um, Okay. I can barely even say without laughing. And then it's like, (laughs) so so we talk about this a lot. So was entrepreneurship what you thought it was going to be?
1: Um. Yes and no. I think that like when I look back to when I first started this, I think it I actually think I thought it was not to say gonna I thought it was gonna be easier for sure. Like I get a lot of messages actually. Um, and I talked about this this week um, of like ladies messaging me saying that they really want to get into nutrition and do what I'm doing. and I, I'm always like, as much as I want to say like go for it a hundred percent. I think it really takes a certain person to be an entrepreneur and you have to be ready for like serious commitment because at the end of the day, like being an entrepreneur is a lot of work. Um, and there's so many ups and downs. There's like, uh, like you have the greatest days of your life or you're traveling or you can take an entire week off. But at the same time, there's so many things that you have to make a ton of sacrifices and, um, it's a lot, like, I think when we think of being an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur and a nutritionist, um, you don't realize, like, how much, like, work it takes, and I think that's maybe sometimes why some people don't work hard enough, because they don't realize that, like, when, especially when you're starting out, you're putting way more hours in than you would at, like, a nine-to-five. Oh, definitely,
0: like, with any job that's why i was like laughing when i was like you can make your own yeah. hours. I'm, like the hours don't stop that's the thing that i yeah. so like actually i also just got in a relationship i know you've been in one for as the, like the whole time you've had your business right yeah so how does that work like do you set? like how do you set boundaries with that because i know for me it's like really hard because i'm with my boyfriend 24 7 because we already live together <laughs> which sounds a bit crazy but <laughs> We're, uh-huh. we're basically just, like, traveling together, so it's, like, he sees me when I'm, like, super happy about business, but then also, like, during the day-to-day, like, stresses, so have you, like, set boundaries with that, or how do you, like, navigate being an entrepreneur in a relationship? Because it's basically a whole other
1: relationship. Oh, it's so, yeah, it's so difficult. Like um, Dylan and I have, like, we started out, um, like we met in at Brock University. Um, so we actually did distance. I'm from Guelph. He's from Mississauga. And we would like, literally see each other once a week. So it wasn't as bad. Um, and like, it was perfect when we'd see each other. It was like no business, just us hanging out. But now we've, uh, this is we've been living together in BC for almost uh, for over a year. And it's a totally different thing. Like we're, t- I mean, he works during the day. So he's gone to like five, which is perfect because it gives me like the entire day to work. But there's so many times where I'm working till like 9 PM or 10 PM um, weekends, especially like there are weekends where I'm just like, I'm so sorry, but I have to work like the entire weekend. So And like, he's so great. He'll help me out and he'll like, he loves like taking photos and just like, just helping me with like the creative side of it. Like, and it's really cool to see his idea of it because he sees me as like, uh, like I don't think he realizes how, like how much it's like cool to see him see me at work and be like, Oh my God, I don't, I didn't realize like how much there is you have to consider. Like I was just talking to him about weaves and I was like, Oh, like I need to do this and this. And he's like, wow, I I did not even think of like that you had to do any of that. Um, And so it's, yeah, it's a lot. Um, But I think like with us, it works because he's gone for most of the day and while I'm working. And then I really set boundaries to like 5 PM. I'm trying to be so strict to actually like not touch anything and put my phone away and just hang out with him. And then weekends, I'm trying to also be super strict and just, take them off. And like, honestly, I'm really good with like time on my phone. Like even Dylan's always like, I like never see you on your phone. Like, I don't know how you do it. And it's because I just like when I'm with people, I do not touch my phone. Like it's like in another room. Um, because I think just like overall being on your phone so much causes so much anxiety. And it's just a really good way for me to get like just to turn work off um so I feel like that has helped so much and I think just like with him understanding how much work goes into being an entrepreneur has been really good and just like taking time off and yeah how do you feel about like your boundaries do you find it difficult
0: I think I'm trying to get better as well like um my boyfriend is also starting a business which is really fun so we get to work on it together yeah so, that's been really nice, to kind of, like, bounce ideas off each other, and yet, yeah, he sees, like, everything that I do, but he also really loves business and everything, so he gives me a lot of advice. We have, like, brainstorming sessions, like, strategy sessions yeah. for my business together, which has been really cool. It's just really nice having, like, an external perspective of it, because, like, you're in it every like, day. Yeah. And so, he's yeah. been able to really, like, see it from my external view and be like, wait, why are you doing that? I'm like.
1: I don't know he's always did that yeah yeah he'll give me like the best ideas and I'm like I have never thought of that before or sometimes like when I am 100% set on an idea I'll tell him and then he's like oh well why don't you try it this way and then I'm like oh okay I actually have like never thought of. it's just like cool to brainstorm with like external um, people who are just not in the same field as you or an entrepreneur yeah and
0: so yeah I just know that I'm just getting really a lot better at outsourcing. Um, And then also, yeah, really setting boundaries. Definitely, like, taking the weekend off. I think it would be different also if he was gone for the day because totally, I would be like, okay, perfect, I can work the whole day. And then, like, but with us, we work together. It's like, we have to work. We work together and then we can work and play, which is, Mm -hmm. I still love it. Like, I think it's amazing and I'm so grateful because this is what I really wanted. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just know, like, be having a business is like it's not like a little like side hustle it's like a full-blown relationship like I
1: am married to my business <laughs> it's so true yeah sometimes I find like with my friends and stuff I'm like oh my god I feel so bad like I haven't kept in touch with them as closely as I should but it's like your phone is going off 24 7 and so like for me self-care is literally being as far away from my phone as I can and it's like, it's hard. Like I literally schedule everything. So like I schedule my calls with my best friends. Like I just, I'm so a schedule person and um, yeah, it, it's, it's hard. Like being an entrepreneur is definitely, it's a lot. It's a lot of work for sure.
0: I love that. I literally like when my friends want to talk, I send them my call and <laughs> <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> Because I'm, like, the conversion of time zone is confusing. And, oh. um, so yeah,
1: I know. I'm the exact same. Um, okay. Hey, um, wait, oh. sorry. I have a question for you off topic. But are you planning on staying in Australia?
0: Oh, okay. Well, yeah, kind of. So, um, I haven't actually talked about this on my pod yet. So, this is good. So, basically, <laughs> when I finished, um, okay, so I got a a job to go to Australia in March to go up the coast. I got a free um, trip up the coast and one of my best friends was flying in from Canada. So that's the only reason I left Bali. And I was literally like saying to my friends in Bali, I did not want to leave at all. I'm like, you don't leave remember. Story. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Nope, you can't drag me out of here. But then I was like, okay, if my friend's flight like, got canceled, I will actually cancel um, the trip next day her flight got canceled because that's when covid was just in china and her layover was in china so it got canceled but i don't know after it got canceled she was like really upset and i was like okay listen everything happens for a reason like this just means that there's like a better flight out there for you so like everything ended up working out so perfectly she got a way better flight she like found someone for her cats it was like (laughs) it was all these things were meant to happen And then I actually asked the universe for a sign. I'm like, show me a sign if I'm supposed to go to Australia. Sorry, if I'm not supposed to go to Australia. And I didn't see the sign. sounds super woo-woo. But I always see the sign if I'm meant to do something. So literally, my first thought was like, oh, like I wonder who I'm going to meet in Australia. And then the second day I got to Australia, I met who is my now boyfriend. And yeah, and then we went up the coast of Australia. So I never thought I was going to see him again. And then but then obviously COVID happened, so I had to fly back to Sydney because my other best friend lives in Sydney. And I was like, hell no, I'm not getting stuck in like one of these random towns and like up the coast. Um and then my friend had to fly home to Canada, but um the guy who I met lived in Sydney. So it just worked out really well. And so I was like so basically your question, I like long winded answer. But I was supposed to be in Australia right now. I would be in Bali, but because I couldn't get in. So we're in Australia right now. We're kind of stuck here for the moment because we can't get anywhere else, obviously. But Bali's borders are meant to open on September, in September. So mm-hmm. our plan is to go there in September. Um So that will be, like, I'm really excited for that. But again, it's like, you never know. I don't know if they're going to, like, stay open, if they're actually going to open their borders. And it really depends on a visa, because I don't know if you know it, but if you go into Bali, you have to leave every two months to reset your visa. Mm. And when it wasn't COVID, that was not an issue, because you just fly to Malaysia for the day or Singapore, and you reset your visa, it was no issue at all. But now, because of COVID, um, I don't know like I don't know what's gonna happen so to answer your question I I think so like I'm just gonna stay here while I can and then um, but the whole goal is to move back to Bali like as soon as ASAP whenever I can get in there
1: that's so cool oh yeah. I love I love how you met your boyfriend that way I know we, we were actually talking yeah. about
0: that last night we were like going back as if because the way we met was just like so synchronistic and like i'm gonna make a podcast on it because i t- completely manifested him so it's like we like go back and like if this didn't happen then that would have happened and that would have happened and i wouldn't have met you like it was just like it's just actually a wild story so oh. the whole podcast on it um Do it. okay i'm gonna it. totally switch gears on you because i'm dying to ask you this so candida I literally yeah. feel like you're always on this cleanse and I thought it was just a one-time thing. So I need to know like all the details I'm asking this as like a kind of a stupid question. Like I know how the answer, but I want to know how important it is like to do a Candida cleanse. actually what is Candida? Um, I'll start with that, but I still have one question. <laughs> okay.
1: So um, Candida is essentially like an overgrowth of yeast in the body. Um And it is so common. Like it's super, it's just because like, we don't talk about it often at all. When I went to the doctors because of my skin, I literally asked him, I was like, do you think that this could be candida? And I was like, I did all of my research. And then he's like, he looks at me and he's like, I just, I don't believe in that. You're wasting your time. If you do that, three months later, I come back and my skin is cleared yeah and so and he, like I mean like he's still kind of my doctor um not really um I just like don't really go to the doctors I should but um I like Yeah, so it's just not talked about often and neither are like parasites. Like it's just not something we talk about for anyone to really understand. And when I first started talking about this, I would get so many questions and people were like really confused because it's the first time you really hear about it. Uh, But anyway, so candida is an overgrowth of yeast in the body and it builds up over time and it's very, very easy to build up because of um, like high like sugar and dairy diets, um, high, like high stress, stress make like really makes candida thrive a lot more. Um, just like an overall inflammatory diet. Uh, if you're on birth control or medication or anti, um, antibiotics there's a lot of things that can cause candida to get a lot worse it is healthy in certain amounts because it can protect certain organs from like disease and anything that could occur but most of us have an overgrowth so if you experience things like skin conditions that are coming out of nowhere especially eczema or tinea um it's typically can't like yeast in the body that is trying to expel and the only way for it to come out of the body is through the skin which is our biggest detox organ so whenever you see um, any kind of skin conditions it's typically your body saying like hey I need you to detox me because like I've gone through your liver and your kidneys and like you need to figure shit out. (laughs) So um, I've been doing this cleanse. uh, I don't know if this is one of your questions, but I've been doing this cleanse for almost three years on and off. I do it like yearly just to kind of like for maintenance. Um, And to be honest, I just feel my best when I'm doing it. Like, I can't even explain to you how much better you feel when you're eating foods that like don't cause inflammation on your body like I just think of like how I eat when I'm not on this cleanse and I always feel so tired and just they don't have the same energy I have like brain fog and um, just like yeah I don't feel very good so whenever I do it I'm like I don't know why I don't continue to eat like this because like to me honestly I know for a lot of people I wouldn't recommend it because of the fact that it is super restrictive uh, and you have to be really cautious of like your mental state during the cleanse but to me like it is really like one of the best forms of self-care because I do think I'm living optimally when I'm doing this cleanse and just like saying to myself like okay hey, you can do this cleanse now um or you can pretend it like this is not your issue and just make things so much worse
0: oh my god wait I have to tell you something funny so what's well, not funny that she's really sad but I remember, like, a few years ago when I was also super in Nature Gym. Wait, this is actually a really similar to too. I went to the doctor about... I lost my period, and I had really, really... This is when, like, my bloating started. And I'd never experienced this. So I was like, what's going on? And I was like, do you think it could be Candida? And he's like, that's witchcraft.
1: Yeah. I, okay, I swear you told me this. Yeah, I think I might have. Yeah. No, it's so true. Like it I've heard it so many times from doctors and I mean some people yeah they don't believe in the candida cleanse because it is intense but candida is a thing like the like the amount of things I've done in practice and just have seen it transform people like my clients lives and mine like I was like firsthand like um what's the word um evidence that this works like it is an actual issue
0: and you can actually fix issues that medication takes you year or like years, if not ever to fix, you can fix it in one cleanse. Right.
1: Yeah. So like, it depends, like whenever you're trying to fix some, uh, like uh, fix something naturally, let's say you've had eczema for like a year, you have to go into it open, openly knowing that like it's going to take at least six months to cure, uh, to heal. Um, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that word legally, but
0: mm-hmm. yeah, like
1: you have to know that it is going to take so much longer than going the medical route. But the thing is, like when you are taking antibiotics or medication, like it's literally just a band aid. And like you just, if you get to the root cause of it, yeah, it's going to be more difficult, but then you hopefully don't need to go on medication. You often don't have to, but I just think it's a really. It's just like a form of self-respect to your family, uh, to to your family, to your <laughs> body. maybe your family yeah. too, you know, <laughs> to your family. um, but to your body and I like it's so cool to see just like how many people have done candida cleansing and they're just like, holy, I'm so obsessed with holistic nutrition, like this is the way of living. Wow. Okay. So how do you know if you have to
0: do a cleanse?
1: Um. Okay. So they're like. This, some of the symptoms I would say also keep in mind that these are probably you're probably going to be like, yep, yeah, I have all of these. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't necessarily mean you have candida. Um, it could be like something else, or you could just like be a normal human. Like, they sound like very common symptoms, but I would say brain fog is a huge one. Um, skin issues coming out of nowhere, a lot of bloat, um, feeling like you're either like gaining weight or losing weight out of nowhere, or you're just having trouble really maintaining like proper weight. And then um, a huge one for women, and this is like, honestly, a huge wake up call is if you have reoccurring yeast infections, Um, because that's like, literally like a yeast buildup and overgrowth in your body. And I've worked with so many women uh, with chronic yeast infections and they do not have them anymore and it's something that's like within three weeks you're like holy shit like this is weird I like how did this happen it's amazing to see so I'd say yeast infections um a lot of like discharge um chronic um, UTIs wow okay yeah I'm sure a lot of
0: people on this pod are like yep (laughs) (laughs) okay so if someone wants to do a cleanse with you, how do they do that? Do they just like contact you on Instagram? Is it one to one coaching? Is it an ebook? How what is it?
1: Yeah, so um, you can find me on Instagram. It's just Nourish with Jazz, um, and you can book a one on one consultation with me. So uh, it's essentially a program that we do together, and I'm currently waitlisted until the fall, but um, I'm always taking like names and emails to just put like to be able to reach out to you when that time comes but um yeah so i work with clients one on one to just give them the support they need and the protocols and meal plans um possible to get them to where they need to be so
0: you waitlist until the fall that's amazing well i mean yeah i'm not amazing for your potential clients but it's amazing <laughs> for you that i'm so proud of you that's incredible
1: Thank you. It's been, yeah, it's definitely um, just like we were talking about before, like you really, really have to put in the work at the beginning. And like, I'm still, I like, I don't think I've gotten any less busier. I've gone like 10 times busier in the things that I'm like having to do. Um, but everything you do today is going to make a huge impact in like a month or six months, one year, and you just have to keep going.
0: Yeah, definitely. My My next question actually is like, do you have any, I know we talked a lot about this, but maybe anything specific advice for like an aspiring holistic nutritionist or one that's listening, who's like having maybe a bit of difficulty getting clients or getting people, you know, booked in with them for coaching. Like, is there any advice you have for them maybe just to grow their business just a little bit or just push the needle a little bit more forward?
1: Um, yeah, so I would say, like, first off, I always say this quote, and it's like, like, it's just so important to me, but just start before you're ready. Like you have to get so uncomfortable before you get comfortable, and you have to make so many sacrifices. Um. But just like always look at the long term goal. And if you're having trouble finding clients, I think that you may just not be talking to if it if you're on Instagram, and you're having trouble finding clients, um, just make sure that the clients you're currently working with, you are giving them the attention that they need, so that they can um, help you with like testimonials, but also consider how you talk to your audience. Um, I think a huge thing that is often overlooked is that if you're the nutritionist, a lot of people think that, they are like the leaders in the space and their audience is like they're teaching their audience, but I think it's a collective and you have to be so open to like telling your audience that you're learning so much from them and just being honest. I think being open is so important and really showing, like sharing your struggles and sharing your story, because I noticed for myself since sharing about my skin struggles, um, that's what's really helped me also grow my practice is because people were like oh my god I literally went through the exact same thing and oh. I think that we like I was so embarrassed and so scared to share my story but it was the best thing I've ever done and I I really wish I did it earlier
0: okay that's amazing advice I know I can't really relate because I'm not holistic nutritionist but I can relate in some sense of like when I shared my story um just about, like, business and where I've, like, Mm -hmm. what's happened, where I've come from, it's, like, so many people reached out, so I know when you share your story, people, people want to hear it, like, people are interested, they're following you because they're interested in you, and just sharing your story just can just deepen your connection with them so much more, so I love that advice. Um, okay, it's been so much fun talking to you. I could literally talk for you for days, but I know we're both super busy, so I don't want to take up too much of your time. But I'm sure everyone is listening to this being like, holy, I love this girl. So how can people work with you? Um, I know you have a coaching program, so I want you to talk about that. And then where can everyone find you? I think
1: we mentioned it earlier, but just maybe just say it in case anyone missed it. So um, I do have a coaching program um, and it's called Bloom in Business and you were so good with the logo design. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. I love it. Um, but I work with um, students who are from IHN or CSNN um, and holistic nutritionists who really want to bring their practice into full time. And we go through everything, marketing, social media, Um, How to create proper protocols and meal plans, how to create proper programs, and just all the behind the scenes of the business. So it's a six month program, um, and I am currently accepting clients for October. So, um, yeah, if anyone's interested, you can check out, uh, take a look at my website, which is just nourishwithjazz.com, and you can apply through there. And then um, in terms of nutrition, I'm always taking one-on-one clients as well. And I do have a few eBooks on my website. And then you can find me on Instagram, nourishwithjazz, and my website, which is nourishwithjazz.com. And I think that's pretty much it.
0: Great. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for hopping on here. Like I was saying earlier, I love having this podcast because it gives me a reason to chat with all these babes for like an hour and just pick at your brain. So thank you so much. And I know so many people, even if you're not a holistic nutritionist, are going to gain so much value from this episode because it's just about, you know, being a business owner and what it takes if you're even wanting to start a business. Like this advice applies for any business because- obviously me and jazz have different businesses but everything that she's saying i'm like yep yep same (laughs) so i hope everyone enjoyed this episode thanks so much for tuning in and thank you so much jazz for coming on this um i know it took i know you're so busy so i really appreciate taking the time
1: thanks for having me marley i enjoyed this so much okay bye